podcast about the music less traveled by this pop-obsessed host, Amy, who can't spell psychedelic, and... Me, Jason, the psychedelic rock and disco aficionado. Hey, I haven't seen you for a whole four days. I missed yeah, you. another four days. <laughs> uh, we had brunch with Jan at Slider Inn on Sunday. It was awesome, except for the heat. Yeah, the heat was bad, but we got you out of the sun, right? Yes, mostly because I'm the person clinging underneath the umbrella, like always. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually surprised to see you in shorts in the sun because of how well you take care of your tattoos. Right, but I just hid underneath the umbrella because I was like, it's too hot to wear pants. <laughs> well, you did you did a good job. Well, I finished this week my like hashtag love wind socks, which I started whenever the Supreme Court ruled, um, you know, to essentially like legalize gay marriage across the country, which was two years ago. <laughs> Wow, two years. Yeah, it took uh, my time. I lost the pattern for a while, and I was just like, I got to finish these socks. I was trying to finish them in June, but I didn't get it done. But at least they're done now, and my feet are really warm. Yeah, and they look fabulous, too. Yeah, too bad they're wool. My feet are now hot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, you also did something else this week, too, didn't you? Oh, I did see the season premiere of Game of Thrones. Ed Sheeran's my boo, even though I didn't see it. He's all right. There's some theories about what's going to happen to him. I won't discuss it on the podcast. Well, I don't think they have to have theories. I think that that was just like a one-off cameo. You really think so? I don't know. I don't care that much. <laughs> it's possible. Um, Honestly, I've only seen five episodes of season one, but my friends talk about the show so much that there's no reason that I couldn't stay after Twin Peaks, of course, to watch the season premiere of Game of Thrones. So... All, just, you, all you have to know is everybody always dies. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, true, true. I assume everybody was dead at the end of the episode because that happens, right? Yeah, uh huh. Every episode, everyone dies. I knew it. I nailed it. Yeah, it's kind of depressing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Well, on this do not panic episode of Earbuds and Earworms, what is our theme? Phobias <laughs> and fears. <laughs> Don't fear the reaper. No blue oyster cult. Hey, if it helps, I also thought that was like either Led Zeppelin or Metallica. Okay. (laughs) I don't claim to know much about music. (laughs) Anyway, I I also don't think there's any cowbell featured in this episode, so that's what you're expecting. I'm sorry, ear buddies. That just went over my head. Yeah, so um, this doesn't have to be limited to only phobias, but just general fears. Okay. I have a lot of fears and phobias, though. Well... I mean, are they irrational fears or are they rational? To me, they're rational. Well, then if they're rational fears, then they aren't phobias. Drowning heights, some crowds have stage fright, and a fear of abandonment. Please, please don't leave the podcast, Amy. I won't be leaving the podcast. (laughs) Okay, good, good. We're good. 
But I, I guess I really don't have, like, I don't have any big fears that I'm, I have, really. Because I think that everything that I'm pretty cautious about, I think, is pretty rational. And I'm just an overthinker, so I figure I've planned on everything. I'm an overthinker, too, but I've, I, our minds work differently, even though we're both overthinkers. <laughs> I've already figured out how I'm going to die, and I think I've already gotten past a fear of death. A lot of people have a fear of death. Oh, I don't have a fear of death at all, but because it's like um, the people who are afraid of whenever they have, uh, when you're pregnant and you take the pregnancy classes and all the people are terrified of giving birth. I was not that person because I was like, well, I got myself into this situation. It's going to end soon. So I can't really be too upset. Like, just brace yourself. Well, that's very rational. And then you can think about all the billions and billions of children that have ever been born. Nah, I was just like, well. It's got to come out. <laughs> right. So I didn't think about the other kids. I was just like worried about that one. That's right. Yeah. You only have one to worry about. So. Yeah. So far. That's all I got to worry about. What did you bring to the table about your fears? Well, speaking about my stage fright, here is the band with Stage Fright. I've got fire water right on my breath. And the doctor warned me I might catch a death. This funky tune it is so funky and the theme of it is really close to home i pretty much deal with stage fright every time i go on stage and i've done it before so rashly i could just think myself through it it's all about like oh man am i gonna mess up the first part of the song or what but i mean i think that's what the singer's going through in this song is facing it every time what do you think uh, I thought that the narrator was externalizing some fear and assuming that the person on stage had stage fright because it, he's talking about the singer and then he switches over to first person. He's about, talking about himself the whole time. Well, then now, now that makes me really not like the singer because he <laughs> speaks about himself in the third person. <laughs> but you're going to blame Rick Danko. I. So he's not, he's like, Rick Danko's got stage fright and he found himself in the lights. Uh, no, that just makes me not like the band. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> I think that he's externalizing it and he's making some like, maybe he does have fear and he's just kind of like, maybe pretending like that person has stage fright. Right. I don't, I can't speak on his own stage fright, but I definitely know that I have it. And so what did you bring us, Amy? Well, I brought a song that I just discovered, I think, two days ago. And it's from First Aid Kit, You're the Problem Here. You are the problem here. You are the problem here. No one made you do anything. You are the problem here. 
I think that this isn't really like this goes into my feeling like it's not an actual phobia because I don't think that there's any woman that moves about the world without being somewhat terrified of men. Uh, not terrified, but cautious and distrustful just because. And, um, you know, the political climate these days, uh, and of course the way the news works, you're getting to hear more about what sexual assault is like. And I think that there's plenty of men that this could reach as well to let them, you know, hey, don't act entitled. Get your entitled hands off of me. My body is mine and not yours to touch. Yeah, that's mostly it. Like, I felt like this song really kind of encapsulated that that feeling. And uh, it's very animus against men, but I think it's a generalized version of men, not all, like... Did you just not all men? Well, I did just not. <laughs> but no. I think that there is a... Because when you see someone walking down the street, you don't know what kind of person they are. And as a female, like, I was running through the park, and some guy tries to, like, he's jumping around in front of me trying to stop my run. And it at that moment, you don't know if you're about to get dragged into the woods because you don't know that person. And I don't think guys right. ever have that kind of, like, instant, am I about to die because some guy tried to stop me on the street. Um, I've definitely had that feeling a few times in my life, but it's not the same thing. Don't be touching people without consent. Well, there was a... Very great response to this. And a huge response. Yeah, maybe maybe phobias or fears <laughs> maybe phobias or fears will come back up again. I hope not. I'm trying to get over these, but uh whether they're your fears or phobias or not, we have our ear buddies. And there were so many songs that were like suggested and a lot of people suggested Such Great Heights by Postal Service. We had two suggestions <laughs> and then like a cover of it. Right. We didn't. We just put that in the intro instead. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so thank you, Jan. Thank you, Sam. And I know Sam really likes the song. It's a good song. I guess that's a fear of uh, heights. Yeah, that's me for sure. So, Amy, who is our first ear buddy of the show? So Josh brought us Courtney Barnett's Avant Gardner. definitely about generalized anxiety so she's going about her day and then you know panic attack and i was just like i can associate well with this right like she says she could have just stayed in bed but yeah. because she actually got up and wanted to be active something could trigger that and it's just over for her basically well i don't know if it was necessarily like a trigger i think it was just like 
it just happens. Right. No, it does. I don't uh, think pulling the weeds caused it, though. You never know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I liked the use of Monday and mundane right on top of each other. I thought that was cool. Pure poetry. Doesn't have to rhyme. Uh, but I definitely understand these feelings. I have been in a place before and anxiety could just hit me. And uh, you need to be in the right place when that happens. <laughs> Preferably next to a bed. Preferably in the bed or on the floor. Well, I can, I imagine, like, probably because I am an overthinker, um, when I'm going about my business, I do have moments where I kind of, like, totally freak out because I have to do everything so quickly. And it's just like, oh, there's so much to do, and it can be, like, an overwhelming thing. So, who's our next year, buddy? Molly suggested John Mayer's Waiting on the World to Change. said about this is uh, I guess like her fear is that what I'm doing won't matter or make a difference which I think a lot of people have that feeling like okay am I doing the right thing am I doing anything that's actually going to help the world be a better place right I agree and uh, teachers teachers definitely feel this way are they making a difference with their kids their students um, I'm sure that parents feel this way uh, non-parents feel this way, maybe because we don't have children. You know, is anyone going to remember me when I'm gone? Did I, did I do enough of the right thing to leave a positive imprint on the world? Well, yeah. I mean, I think that that's like a, it's a good, it's a good sentiment as well to also want to make the world a better place as well and change the world. So, even the little things. So, Amy, mm-hmm. who's next? Larry brings us... Middle Kids' Edge of Town. says 
that he has a fear of being swallowed up by a sinkhole. And then he followed up with, and just like that, Local News 24 leads 10 o'clock news with sinkhole. <laughs> That's a little scary. Yeah, it was discovered in a Memphis neighborhood. Reminds me of the time there's a giant sinkhole in the middle of the interstate. Well, I went to Austin P State University, and uh, a sinkhole ate about 20% of the football field. Ooh, you ain't getting that back. And right in front of um, Blunt Hall. <laughs> uh, that was actually quite a few halls, but there's like a giant hole that they just put like the Austin P logo in, and it was it used to be flat, but it just fell down, and Clarksville's got lots of sinkholes. So actually, Larry, I'm with you on that. It's terrifying. Yeah, that that would seem very terrifying, and for me as someone who drives around a lot, I wouldn't want it to happen in the road for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess I've my old apartment had like a sinkhole developing underneath it. If you remember, like how hollow it was underneath all the concrete. I didn't know there was a sinkhole there. Oh. I'm, I'm glad I didn't know. Okay, yeah, there's a sinkhole in the middle of this. <laughs> all right, so next up, we have a classic jam suggested by Naomi. She brought us Rockwell's Somebody's Watching. Just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they aren't watching you. Hi, Jason. What? What? You look great when you sleep at night. Uh-huh. Well, um, <laughs> so creepy. Um, I gotta go. <laughs> you're the reason I don't sleep at night. Oh, sorry. Uh, Ken brings us Tupac's Only Fear of Death. Don't make me blast. I watch the five holes roll. The motherfuckers pass by me like they don't Smiling as they laugh, I put up my middle finger, then I dash. Niggas don't like me because I'm thugging. And every day I'm a hustler, looking to get paid. They want to bury me and worry, no need to lie. I pray to God I don't scream when it's time to cry. Nowhere to rest, I'm losing homies. Ain't that a bitch? When I was rich, I had clout, now I'm niggas lonely. I put the pistol to my head and say a prayer. I see kids and me dead, Lord, are you there? So this is a very specific kind of fear that only, I guess, a limited few, I don't know, East Coast, West Coast gangster rappers experienced. <laughs> oh, actually, probably more than that. But, you know, it's a very specific fear. Yeah, it sounds like Pac is, uh, he's fearing getting mowed down. I think he had a good reason to be fearful. 
I mean, when you live the thug life, you <laughs> you take that with you. Yeah, so it's a specific kind of um, fear, but I guess it's also fear of death, you know? Fear of death and also paranoia to me. Yeah, but I mean, he he actually had reason to be fearful, so... Yeah, like he says in the song, um, before he has sex with his lover, he checks the entire house to make sure there's no one else there. That sounds sexy. Sexy as hell. All right, Amy, so who's next up? Uh, Silver brings us Dan Hicks and his hot licks, I Scare Myself. I scare myself just thinking about you. I scare myself when I'm without you. I scare myself the moment that you're gone. I scare myself when I let my thoughts run. And when they're running, I keep thinking of you. So I think Dan Hicks or the Hot Licks possibly are afraid of being alone. Uh, yeah, I, I can see where you would get that. Uh, I want to know who these female singers are in this band. They're the Hot Licks. I know, but I want their names. Like, they're killing it. Vocal harmonies with Dan Hicks. They're killing it. This is good stuff. <laughs> uh, when was this recorded? I'm not even sure. A long time ago. <laughs> I didn't do the research on that, but I don't know. Uh, I like the violins. They get a little dark. And our final ear buddy today is Hector, who brought us uh, from the cast of Rent, Will I? Will I lose my dignity? Will someone care? Will I wake tomorrow from this I think this is maybe a fear of judgment or even a fear of success. I think it's mostly a fear of if tomorrow is going to come, I think. Because it may not. And it's like, will I wake in the morning? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Also, I wasn't I listening know. with headphones, so Ella starts singing it. And I was like, oh, God, kid, you're getting a little too dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I was like, kid, oh, man. So I can't play any. She's now at the age where she like picks up lyrics immediately. Like all kids do, and I'm just like, oh no, you gotta cut out like 
Lava. She's a sponge. Yep. But we did get some feedback this week. We got an email from Tracy. Tracy writes, Hey, Amy and Jason. Have a fear and or phobia of many things, but needles and death are a part of that list. I'm a big fan of Neil Young, so I hope you enjoy this song. And she chose The Needle and the Damage Done. Which is also a lyric from Thursdays, like one of Thursdays' songs. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Were the, they into heroin? Uh, no, it's. I think it was Understanding in a Car Crash. Ah, oh. uh, yeah. Most, but um, that's. I saw that and I was hopeful that it was it was Thursday, but then I saw Neil Young. But I think that's going to be the final song for this episode. That's excellent. Because uh, we did get another email. I'm not sure exactly who this is from, but you should read it. Okay, it says, this is from uh, Marshall Mathers, and it says, I have got one for you, and it is Monster, which is Eminem featuring Rihanna. <laughs> it's the real Slim Shady, I think. I think he listens to us. This, I'm not going to say the email address on the show, but the email address leads the reader to believe that this person is the real Slim Shady. This might be Eminem listening to our podcast. <laughs> But I'm what so he honored said, that you're listening to us, Eminem, but self-promotion is not what we do around here. So, Amy, what do we love this week? Well, this is the 42nd episode. It is. We're Don't panic, though. Don't panic. Wait a second. <laughs> you just made some very great references to... Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. But Douglas Adams. By Douglas Adams, whom I love. I love the books. And they are hilarious, and there's so much subtlety in them. Also, I, not many people like the movie. I'm a person that can admit to loving the movie a lot. I never saw the BBC series, but I did read all the books. I did see the BBC series on VHS. My friend Zach had it. Zach, you're such a nerd. Thanks for having that. And uh, I, I love the updated movie. I think it's fabulous. Well, it's got Zoe Deschanel, and at one point, Everybody uh-huh. turns into like knitted creatures uh-huh. and somebody throws up yarn, even though it's not really throw up. It's just yarn and it's amazing. It's not wet. <laughs> That's the best part of yarn is when it's not wet. <laughs> scotch tried to eat some of my silk. That's a bad girl, Scotch. Bad Scotch. I know you can hear. Does she listen to the podcast? Um, She can hear us now because she's a dog. She's got dog ears. Oh, you're right. Yep. <laughs> So if you would like to tweet some amazing Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy gifs or jokes or, I don't know, we'll try to find out if we can get, get like a Ford uh, Prefect. Yes. Yeah. We can get a Ford Prefect maybe used off Craigslist and we can post pictures at E&D Pod. Yeah, that would be fabulous. At E&E Pod. Tweet, tweet that over. If you've got some quotes, um you can even send uh, photos of yarn beings to Amy at Madam Woolite. And if you just want to guarantee that you're going to get like some gifs back, you're going to want to tweet at the JV guarantee. Well, because gifs are the new English, right? It's like I speak gif. Oh, you do. I do speak. That's gif. very jiffy of you. <laughs> so, if you want to get at us on Facebook, we have a special place for you. It's the Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. Which Colian just did put in a very interesting article about the best song ever. I disagree, but, you know, we're allowed to disagree, Colian. Uh, I think Toto by Africa is epic. I thought it was Africa by Toto. Anyway, whether you've missed the rains or not, you can always you find us. you missed the rains in Africa. Aww. 
Do you? I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> I don't. It's better than... Uh, I bet it's a dry heat in Africa. Uh, I would think so. I mean, especially near the equator. That's where all the... <laughs> the place without the lakes. You know, that desert place. Yeah. Well, there's a, lot, there's a lot of Africa. There's some humid places, some dry places. Yeah. Some cold places, some hot places. It's a big place. Yeah. <laughs> so if you'd like to get the final song, you want to reach out to us at... E and epod at gmail.com. And that is how Tracy got the final song. She sent in an email. You can always find us also at enepod.com. We're a part of the 10710 Network. You can also leave a voicemail at 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400-2837. Please call us. Leave us a voicemail. You can be a part of this quaint little podcast. It doesn't have to be long. But um, we just we just want to hear from you and calling and emailing are easy ways to get the final song. And also, I like to make little drops like this. Nerds. And you can also help support our network and our hosting uh, by going to endpod.com slash Amazon. That is where we get a couple of cents from every little interaction there. It all really builds up. It's like just a, cent, a few cents, and it doesn't really come out of your purchase price. It's like something that Amazon does or something. I don't know how it works. So, Amy, it's time for the final song. I hear it's Neil Young. Thanks to Tracy, our final song will be The Needle and the Damage Done. I caught you knocking at my cellar door. I love you, baby, can I have some more? I hit the city and I lost my band I watched the needle take another man Gone, gone, the damage And thanks for the fish. Edit that out. Now I'm going to leave it because it's pretty funny.